Welcome. You're listening to audio from Life Church in Chico, California. We're so glad that you're here. Life Church's mission is simply to connect people to Jesus. And you can find out more about our mission and who we are on our website at lifechurchchico.org. All right, let's dive into this week's message. Hi, good morning. My name is Manny Mejia. I'm one of our uh, pastors on our pastoral team. Um, pastor Jeff Young is our, our lead pastor. I am not Pastor Jeff Young. I don't want to be. Um, I don't know if I could, the energy level that that man can uh, produce is quite impressive. So I'm not Pastor Jeff. He's, uh, he's actually preaching at um, Grace Community Church, which is really cool um, because uh, Pastor Jeff took a sabbatical last year. He left for like, what was it, four, four, four months, three months. And uh, when he came back, uh, he told all the pastors in town, you have to do this. You have to take us about, I will preach at your church. Because that's like the first thing pastors say is, I can't leave. No one can, you know, Pastor Jeff said, I will preach at your church. And so he's doing that. He's doing that today. So just so cool uh, for him to do that. Um, So today I get the um, awesome opportunity to talk about uh, a subject that's close to my heart. Um, it's family, um, specifically parenting. Uh, so we're going through the book of Ephesians. And the nice thing about going through a book is that you can't avoid the topics that come up, right? It's a nice thing. Like when you do topical sermons, you kind of pick and choose what you want to preach. But we're going through the book of Ephesians. And um, last week we talked about, talked about marriage. And today we're going to talk about um, the child and parent relationship. Um, I, lo- I love family. Um, I grew up, my mom is one of 11 kids. Um, so I had lots of cousins and uncles and aunts, and my dad's one of six. Um, so I, family is just, I just love it. I, I, my, my wife and I, um, we don't have, we have three kids. So I, I kind of say, okay, I love family, but not, you know, okay. So, uh, yeah, there's my kids. Hey, honey, come, come on up. I'm going to introduce my wife first. Uh, woo, yeah. Yeah, thank you, baby. Um, this is my wife, Andi. Um, and she does, she's a pastor as well um, at Life Church. Um, she works a lot with the youth. Um, just amazing, amazing woman. And um, I'm going to tell you guys something. So before I can tell you how, to, how God wants us to parent, um, the, you know, the first thing is he wants us to be a, a follower of him, right? He wants us to honor him first and love him first. And then, um, and then you have to honor and love your wife uh, in that order. And so before I could tell you or uh, speak about God's heart on parenting, I, it's got to start with your relationship with God and your relationship with your wife. And uh, I just, I'm grateful that I have a teammate and a best friend who we're, we're both focused on God and um, running towards him, and, and we get to parent together. So thanks, honey. <laughs> so yeah, and then I'll, I'll go, ahead and, go ahead and put up the picture of my kids. I'll introduce you to my kids. So I have three kids, uh, Sarah, Michaela, and Noah. Uh, that was at a triathlon. I do triathlon, and uh, they, they love coming with dad and seeing dad uh, do triathlon. And um, yeah, so Sarah, she's uh, going to be nine. Michaela just turned seven. And Noah's uh, 
uh, going to be five. So yeah, you can go back to Sarah for a second. Yeah, so that's my oldest. They got the kids got to pick the picture that they 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 you know that was going to be put up there. So there's Sarah. Um, she's my oldest, my firstborn. Um, she's she's just like her dad. I'm firstborn. And uh, she's a rules follower, man. This girl just loves um, to do the right thing. It, it's, it's pretty funny. And her mom's like that too. Um, but one thing I really appreciate about Sarah is that she's a, a leader. Um, I think early on, we would say that was bossiness. She was, a, a, she was kind of bossy, stubborn. But God has um, turned that into leadership. Um, uh, she got she just got an award um, last year. Uh, she got recognized by her cl- uh, her her uh, teacher. And the teachers, they, they have to say something like really short. And the thing that, the thing that she, she said was, um, uh, I, Sarah's so helpful. I could literally turn over my class and she could run my class for me. So that, that's Sarah. Um, so you can go to the next, next picture. There's Michaela. Um, Michaela, that's a picture of her in swim, swim, uh, swim practice. Um, I, I'm like, Michaela, why do you want this picture? Like there's, she's like, dad, it's fun. Dad, it's fun. Like it's swimming. So I get to compete and I get to do freestyle and that, and okay. And that's, that really encompasses Michaela. She's just fun. She's such a fun kid. Um, I don't know where she got it. Like, I'm not that fun, you know, like she's, she's just, you know, it's just really cool to see how your kids are different. Um, so that's Michaela. And you know the next one. And there's my my son um, Noah. Um, he's gonna be five, and um, <laughs> he just graduated preschool. That's his little T-shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, but I just uh, you know he's he's still kind of growing his personality. And I think uh, the one thing I appreciate about him is he's very steady. Um, he's got this steadiness to to him. Um, kind of, it's kind of similar to when Andy and I were kids, we were both kind of quiet and steady, but, um, he, he's a really fun guy to, to be around. Um, so that, that's my kids. I just wanted to just introduce them. So, so yeah. Um, Hey, be, uh, oh yeah, go back. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> okay. So this, this is proof that I love my family because I really don't like pets. I don't like pets. So this is our cat, Hazy. Hazy, so there you go. There's, there's the whole family. So. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, hey, um, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna look into God's word. We're going to study God's word. And before I do that, um, I just kind of want to give a, a, I don't know if it's a disclaimer. It, it's really, I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Um, I'm a parent, and I know parenting is hard. It's so hard. It's, um, I describe it as the hardest, most fun job uh, you can do on this earth. And um, just think about, think about this. Uh, Jesus, who came down from, from heaven, God came down, became man, became human. How did he come down? He put himself into the family. He came as a child. The Bible says that he submitted to his parents. Think about that. And it blessed his parents. Um, think about the story, the creation story in Genesis. Uh, he created Adam and he said, he said what? He needs a helper and created Eve. 
he created the family and he saw that it was good. So we, we have a God who believes family is so important. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about why is family so important? What, what, what's the purpose of family? Um, I know this is going to be some, some things I'll say. It's kind of hard to hear. Or it might, um, it might uh, question some of your, your theology. Um, this isn't about like what I think. I want to, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to discipline your kid, but I will tell you that the Bible says that all kids need discipline. All kids need discipline. So unless your, your, your kid is Jesus, anybody, this kid is Jesus? No, doesn't count if his name is Jesus. That's, no, doesn't count. <laughs> the Bible says we, we, we're, we all have fallen short and we all need discipline. Um, and, and here's the other thing. I, I want to encourage you guys, because here's the thing, the stakes, the stakes are high. Um, a lot of what is wrong in this world, a lot of the pain, the suffering, the atrocities we have in this world, a lot of that can be traced back to family and the dysfunction of family. And so this is important. Um, but guess what? God has created you as parents to parent your kid, to empower them, impress them upon them a love for God. Um, Pastor Jeff did a really cool seminar like four years ago on parenting. And the one thing that really stood out to me was he said something, he said this, he said, you are the perfect parent for your child. And I was like, whoa, that's okay. Like, yeah, God's chosen me to have influence over this, these children to, so that they would change the world, that they would, I would teach them how to honor God, honor me, and so they can honor others. Um, so let's get into it. Let's, let's go to that first slide. Yeah. All right. So visual aid. Um, so children, this is Psalms 127, three through five. Children are a heritage, a blessing from the Lord, offspring, a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. So we got this illustration of, of children being like arrows. I, I, thank you, Jeff Wright. Um, I had to find a, a, a guy that, who's into sh- shooting and stuff. So thank you, Jeff. So an arrow. So what do you do with this? Do, do you just stare at it? Do you just put it on a mantle and just leave it? No. You, what do you do? You sharpen it. You shoot it, right? And you shoot it at something. You don't shoot it aimlessly. Um, so children are like this arrow, and we are the warriors who are what? We're, we're, we're sending them, right? We're sending them out into this world. Um, I tell my kids, I say, hey, you know someday that you're not going to you're not going to have to listen to me. You know that? Like, what, dad? What? Yeah, there's going to be a time where you don't, you, you don't have to obey me. What? Like, no, dad, I want to know what you think. That's great. Yeah. Um, think about it. The whole, in the lifespan of a human, let's say you live to be 100, you know, once they're 20, they're gone. Hopefully, you know, like, <laughs> 
you know, like you, so that's 20% of their life um, that we get with them to do what? To sharpen them. Um, we're going to send them out. They're going to go whether we want to or not. So I want to I wanna sharpen them. I want to make sure that this thing flies true. Um, so so what, what's the target? What are we shooting at? Um, you know, there's a saying that says, you miss every shot, you know, you don't take. Or, um, so it's, we, we, we're not, we don't parent just to survive. Okay, I know some days it feels like that, uh, <laughs> but in, in the grand scheme of things, we're not just trying to keep breath in our, in our kids' uh, you know, lungs. We're, we're, we're parenting for a purpose. So what is that purpose? Um, so we're going to look at Deuteronomy. There's a verse in Deuteronomy. Go to, yeah, okay. So this is an interesting verse because it, it may sound, sound familiar. Um, if you recall, Jesus was asked, what are the what are the greatest commandments? Uh, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus actually quotes uh, Deuteronomy 6, 4. Um, Deuteronomy 6, 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. It's so interesting that this verse that Jesus quotes, the verse right after that is what? Impress them on your children. Impress. This word impress means to teach diligently. It also has a connotation of, of like a pointiness, like this arrow. Um, this is the purpose of family. It's to impress on your kid's heart a love of God. Think about that. What do you want most for your kids? What do you, you, you know, a lot of people say, I want them to be healthy, okay? I want them to be successful, okay? Well, what is, what is success? What is healthiness? You know, not, all, not every kid is going to play in the NBA or graduate from MIT. So where's the bar? Well, I believe, you know, I, what I want for my kids is that they have, would have character, a love of God, a faith that's strong. Because I know that if they have that, whatever they do, it's gravy. You know, it's that, that's the target. Um, is to raise kids who want to love and serve God their whole life. So, and this, this verse is really cool because it kind of gives you a, a how-to, so to speak. How do we do that? How do we impress? It says talk. Talk. You guys know what, remember talking? That was before text messages and social media. We used to have phones that were not smart. I don't know. <laughs> You know, you would call, talk, talk to your kids, um, talk about it when you sit at home. This is, you know, I, uh, I know sometimes it's hard to talk to your kids. Like you're like, come on, come on, engage with me. But it's funny because God says, no, 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 no. Talk to them when you have them captive almost. It's a captive audience. So talk to them when you sit at home. This is like dinner time. 
You know, we, my family, we sit at table and we have dinner and we talk, talk about our highs and our lows. And there's just, these are great opportunities to impress a love of God on your children. Um, Oftentimes, like, I'll give you an example of a conversation that will come up. So Sarah doesn't have any issues with talking. She loves to share. She, she, if you know Sarah, she likes to talk, which is great. Um, but she'll say something like, oh, you know, this kid at school, little Johnny, you know, he's just, he's crazy. Um, he's acting out. He's, he's crazy. And, and I don't know what to do, dad. Like kids like pick on him. And um, I'm like, well, well, what's, you know, why do you think he's acting naughty? Like, what, what do you think's going on? Well, you know, he, he only sees his dad and his mom. They, like, he sees them on different days. And, oh, so their parents are, like, going through a divorce or something? Yeah, I think they're divorced. And so then, so then we talk about marriage. We talk about pain and trauma and... Um, you know, because then the kids, they, dad, are, are you getting a, like, are you and mom going to get a divorce? Like, no, no, baby. Like, this is like what God has put together. You know, he, he, he doesn't want us to tear apart. That we talk about a covenant relationship, this faithful oath um, that I have with my wife. And, and so it's just these, these are just talking to your kids, bring up these issues, and you can shine a light, you, a biblical light on these issues. Um, so yeah, dinner time's great when you walk along the road. Um, so this is like driving, okay? Captive audience, you know, you're driving places, talk to your kids. Um, when you lie down and when you wake up, um, my daughter, Michaela, doesn't like to go to sleep. She's like, dad, can I, can I just, you know, lay it in your bed and, and we can cuddle? I'm like, you just don't want to go to sleep, you know, but okay, I'll take advantage of this and, you know, We'll talk, you know, there's this closeness and we'll talk. Um, when you wake up, again, just another opportunity to talk to your kid. <laughs> so let's go to the next slide, please. Yeah. So just to kind of summarize what the mission and the strategy is of raising kids. So the mission is to raise children who will serve and honor God their whole life, right? We're raising future adults. We need to broaden our perspective. We, you know, we're not raising kids that, you know, behave a certain way. We, we want them to be adults that love and honor God. Um, and how do we do that? How do we do that? What is the strategy? It's by godly discipline and instruction. All right, we're going to talk about discipline and instruction, the fun stuff. Um, so let's, let's go ahead and go to the next slide. Okay, so in a, in a moment, we're going we're gonna to dive into Ephesians. Ephesians. Um, so if you want to turn to chapter 6, uh, we're going to talk through one, verses 1 through 4 in a minute. But um, yeah, when I, um, we, do, we do baby dedications here. Um, it's really cool. If you ever if you have a, a baby that hasn't been dedicated, it's a, it's a powerful moment. Um, and when I, we did our dead baby dedication for Sarah, uh, my friend, uh, we, we had opportunities to, um, at the time, to kind of 
share, the audience could impart just wisdom and words of encouragement to the parents. And my, my friend, Cody Hosier, he said, he, it was kind of a warning. He's like, hey, Manny and Andy, um, beware. Because you are, you are stepping into parenting in a time that um, is different. You're going to feel a lot of pressure to parent your kids in a way that is not biblical. The culture and the world is going to try to shape your parenting strategy, heart, beware. And I thought at the time, I'm like, okay, Cody. Uh, but but he's, he, he was right. Um, and so I put this, this kind of this slide together. I want to kind of walk through this. Um, and I'm just comparing, comparing and contrasting the cultural view of kids and parenting versus the biblical view. Um, so the first one is that children um, are inherently innocent and good. Okay. Pastor Jeff has talked about this before the parenting style that says, just let your kids follow their heart. Um, you know, don't say no to your kids. Um, they'll, they'll find their own way. What's the problem with that? What does the Bible say that we that all have fallen short? We, we've all in, inherited a sin nature. Okay, so that's the, the bad news. But the good news is that we have Jesus right? We have God who has redeemed us of that sin nature. So it's our job as parents to say, hey, buddy, bad news. Got a sin nature, but good news. God has something, has life for you, has redemption for you, has a better way. Okay, so I'm not going to let you follow your little heart because it's, it's sinful. Okay, I'm going to guide you lovingly in, in, in God's ways. Um, the next one is happy children. Um, I just want my kids to be happy. Um, that's dangerous. <laughs> my job isn't, isn't to, to make you happy. I, I want the majority of, yes, I want to, there to be joy in my house. I want my kids to have fun. Um, but again, we're thinking long-term, right? There's gonna be times um, where my kids are not happy because I'm disciplining them right? The Bible says that discipline is unpleasant, but what? In time, it produces righteousness. Um, so no, my, my, my goal isn't to have my kids be happy all the time, okay? I'm not, I'm friendly, but I'm not your friend, okay? I'm, I'm your parent, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to parent you. Because um, God, the Bible also said, God, the Bible says that God disciplines those he loves, um, so if my father in heaven is okay with upsetting me, then I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be okay upsetting my kids at, time, at times. Um, and we're going to talk about discipline and a healthy discipline versus unhealthy um, in, a, in a moment. Self-centered versus Christ-centered. Um, and, you know, oftentimes our kids, parents will put their kids first. And their life revolves around their kids. And it, se it sends a bad message. It, you know, they've said that they're, they're more important. They're the most important thing in the world. And, and no, 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 that, that's backwards, right? God, we just talked about it earlier. God's first. Your wife is second. Kids are third. 
I tell my kids, I don't say I love more or less. I don't do the love, love more or less. I, I say, I love God first. I love your mom second. I love you third. Okay. And I tell them, I said, this is the healthiest way for me to love you. If I do these two things first, you're going to get the best version of your father, the most loving version of your father. Okay. So we're, we're, we're Christ-centered. Okay. We go to church on Sunday. We read our Bibles. Um, we don't do what you want to do. Okay. You're along for the ride. I'm driving. God's driving. I'm driving. You're, you're in the backseat and, and we're going to, I'm going to, it's going to be fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some things. I'm going to teach you, but you're not, you're not driving, little Johnny, because <laughs> you're going to crash. Did, did you guys? Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, okay. Next one. Oh, this is good. D- discipline is harsh and unloving and unnecessary. Okay. I just quoted a scripture that, that says that the God disciplines those he loves. Okay, we, discipline is love. Discipline is love. I think what's happened, um, and Andy, I've heard this from two different people. It was kind of interesting. My father-in-law and then um, Andy was talking to a friend about this topic and this idea of like the pendulum swinging of like my, my parent, my dad disciplined me um, and at, at times harshly, Okay. And so, and, and a lot of the older generation will say that, you know, it wasn't too long ago that you were disciplined at school. There's a paddle, you know, think about that. Like we've come a long way from that. Um, but the pendulum is like, so parents have this tendency to like swing all the way to the other side and say, I don't want to discipline my kid because man, my dad was harsh and abusive or, or whatnot. So you go way over here and I just don't want to, Again, I want happy kids, not kids that are, you know, anyways. So, so no, no, no. We want to be somewhere in the middle, right? And we're going to talk again about healthy discipline. But check this out. This is, this is so important because if you don't discipline your kids, you are teaching them potentially to hate God. How? My father, so, oh, dad, dad doesn't discipline me. So when they get older and when God disciplines them, what are they going to do? God must be not, is not good. God, I don't like God. Because you're going to, my friend Elliot, he, he said this, you, you can, you're going to get disciplined either way. So we need to reframe this and our kids, I tell my kids, hey, I, I point to the scripture. If, if I love you, I will discipline you. I love you. I love you. Um, so it's necessary. Um, and as, again, a step further, you could hate, you're teaching your kids potentially to hate God. And then you know, also this, this like kind of this victim mentality of, man, the world is hard. It must be everybody else. You know, man, um, I just can't get by. This, you know, it's everybody else's fault. And, you, and they just run from one situation to another. 
Um, and it's not healthy. It's not healthy because their parents never taught them this idea of discipline. Um, and then lastly, this idea of fear and faith. And when I say fear, I'm talking about the, the anxiety, right? The anxiety type fear. Parents, um, like I said, parenting is hard. And again, going back to the happy children thing, they have this fear, like if I discipline my kid, then they're gonna hate me. If I discipline my kid, they're gonna, they're gonna hit other people. You know, they're, they're gonna do this. What if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? And it just becomes this like protection game. I gotta protect them from whatever. Um, that, that's, not, that's not godly. That's, no, we, if we believe the Bible is true, then we're gonna put our faith in it and we're gonna say, okay, I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to do it God's way and it's going to be hard and I might, I might not see immediate results, but I have the faith that when I, whatever I plant and I sow, it, God's going to water and he's going to grow it and it's going to turn out for his glory. Um, my wife said something really profound to me in this kind of topic. She said, um, parents are often too fixated on protecting their kids instead of preparing their kids, okay? Your kid, like I said, your kids are gonna leave. They're gonna leave. So all the protection that you were trying to protect them from, they're gonna encounter. So I want my kids to be prepared for that, right? All right, let's keep on going. Ephesians 6, 1. All right. So what's the child's responsibility? Okay. So Ephesians 6, 1, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise, so that it may, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Yeah. So first, children, your, your job is what? To obey. The Greek word, the Greek translation, translation for obey, it's obey. It's obey. Sorry, kids, I couldn't bail you out. It's, it's obey. There's no gray area. Um, parents, you are worthy to be obeyed. You are worthy. I get, again, I go back to this fear thing. Some parents, they're afraid. Like, do I make my kids obey me? Like, you know, I, no, you are worthy. It says, for this is right. This is right. Because check this out. This is, a, this is really cool. Because going back to God's purpose of family is he created this relationship that is so like hot. It's this like melting pot that's so hot that all the impurities in us come up, right? And it's our job to teach and instruct and put right those, you know, the things that come up. And we have, and he put it in this model of family, right? Because we're supposed to, what? 
I'm, I love my kids no matter what. They behave, I love them. They you know, disobey, I still love them. So you put this in this safe environment in order that when they go out, they would learn how to honor others. They would learn to honor their teachers, their Sunday school teacher, their pastor, their, the authorities, their boss. The, this, this, is, this is where they learn that stuff from. It's from this parent. And this is why God is so specific and obey your parents. You are worthy to be obeyed. Um, honor your father and mother. This is the fifth commandment. And it's the first commandment that has to do with um, human relationship. The first four have to do with God, relationship with God. So, you know, before, before God said not to steal and lie and kill and, um, I'm forgetting one, adultery and covet, before he said all that, he said, honor your, honor your parents, honor your father and your mother. Because um, if you do that, all the other stuff is going to come in, it's going to fall in line. Um, I just love how it says that it, so that it will go well with you. I mean, you, you enjoy long, you're going to have a quality, quality life, quality life. Do you want a quality life for your kids? And that, expect that they're going to obey. Ex have this expectation and don't feel guilty about that because it is right. Um, it's the best way to live. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, parents, parents' responsibility. So Paul addresses fathers. He says, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. I'm going to pause there. I'm going to talk about fatherhood, fathers. So it's interesting that Paul calls out, calls out fathers. There's different theories about that. You know, back then, it was a very, um, you know, the male-dominant culture. Um, trust me, I need Andy. <laughs> the mom, moms are hugely important. So do not hear me say that they're not. Um, I, but part of me thinks that Paul's calling, calling out fathers is because fathers have the temptation to delegate their, their influence to others, to the, to the mom. And it's, it's just, it's not healthy. Um, I asked my kids, I said, I told them I was preparing for this message. And I said, hey, how come, how come when I ask you to do something or I discipline you, like it's a, like you, it's a different, it's a different reaction. Um, it, it's a little quicker. Like what, what's going on there? You know, well, dad, and they all said the same thing. Dad, you're, you're a little scary. <laughs> and, and, and I knew they were going to say that. And I, and so I'm like, okay, you know, I know, I know what they mean. So, so I try to unpack it with them. I said, okay. So like scary, like, you know, Let's talk about the word fear. 
that's a fun word to talk about because in the Bible, what, so, um, you know, perfect love casts out all, all fear. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Okay, same English word, different Greek word or Hebrew word. So I say, kids, so is, when you say, you know, you're talking about fear, do you mean that like, like if you see a scary commercial and, you know, you get afraid? Like, no, not like that. I'm like, okay, so, okay. So th- what about like when your teacher, a kid's acting out and your teacher, you know, disciplines them and, you know, the whole classroom kind of goes like quiet. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like that type of fear. I'm like, oh, okay, so you mean you respect your dad? Yeah, yeah, we respect you. Yeah. So it's a different, I have, God has given fathers a different influence than, than mothers. And, and, and so fathers, we have to step into that. We have, my, one of the worst things, not worse, in my kids' minds, the worst thing that my wife can say is, when I'm away, hey, do I need to call your dad? And it, it just, they hit the brakes, you know? It's like, but that's not the same for all families because dad is absent. He's there physically, but not mentally. Um, there's a, a really uh, cool child psychologist, Christian, that I like to read about. Her name is Meg Meeker. And she wrote this book. I think it's called Strong Fathers. It's about fatherhood. And she said, um, she said something really profound. She said that kids, the reason why kids often misbehave with mom is that because, it's because they believe that mom's love is unconditional. That no matter what they do, mom's going to always love them. Right? And the and but with dad, they're not sure. They're not sure. This is interesting. I believe this is a, a God thing. I think that God created this different influence for a purpose. Um, and I, I'm not saying, and we're gonna talk about this. Fathers, don't abuse this. Don't abuse this influence. But step into it. You guys are. You know, Jeff's talked about it before. If, if, if you win the father, you win the family, okay? If your father comes to church, it's more, the family, is, it's more likely they're going to come back. They're going to be healthier. Again, I'm not saying moms are not important, critical. Think about single moms, single moms. I was, I've been around some of them. It's, it is not pretty. And that's why, you know, God tells the church to look after the widows and the orphans. God recognizes that there's this, and single moms, there's this glaring hole in the family and the church is called to help fill that. Fathers, step into that role. Don't delegate it. You cannot, you, you have an influence that is that can't be delegated. Um, okay. Don't, so that he says, okay, fathers, 
Don't exasperate your children. So he's saying, you know, this don't provoke your kids to anger is another translation. Um, again, I think as a, as a, and I'll, I'll, I'll admit this. I, I've done that. All right. I've, I've yelled at my kids and wrong. Shouldn't you? I tell my kids yelling is, is for, is like a horn. It's like honking a horn. It's for emergencies only. You know, it, it's, it's either you're getting kidnapped and that, that you got to yell, right? What, that's the only reason you should be yelling. Okay. So I should not yell at my kids because what happens? They, it just told, they just totally shut down and, and it's just unhealthy. Um, don't abuse your, your, your influence. You're bigger, you know? You're, this is, think about it from this way as well, fathers. When you parent your kids, and Pastor Jeff has taught me this, you know, he's, you, your heart matters. Your heart matters. Sometimes when your, parent, your kids are acting up, you need to take a deep breath. And maybe you just need to send them to your room and you need to calm down. Because I don't want to parent, discipline my kids with an angry heart. I want to, I want to, my discipline for my kids is out of concern and love. Not out of some punitive heart. Okay. So Paul says, don't provoke your kids to anger. So what does he say next? Does he say, therefore, don't discipline your kids? Does he say, don't provoke your kids to anger, therefore let them do whatever their heart desires? Oh, he says, instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Again, Love and discipline are not mutually exclusive, okay? So he's telling them, training, you can tie that, back, tie that word back to discipline um, and instruction of the Lord. Instruction, that word, um, it, it's, it's, it, it's mind and put. So it's, it's putting, um, your, you know, your kid's mind in the, in the right place. You're directing them. Um, so like I said before, be patient. Um, it takes time. Jeff, I had coffee with Jeff over this uh, subject of parenting and disciplining. And he's like, yeah, you have to take your time, take your time. Um, be patient, keep, be consistent. Parents be consistent in your, in your discipline. Kids are, they're smart. They know how to manipulate what to do. And um, if I misbehave for two minutes and I calm down, then I'll mis- I get to be misbehave for two minutes. Dad said, mom and dad say it's okay. I can disrespect you for two minutes. No, 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 no. Um, instruction, this is, this is fun. This is, this is teaching your kids about God's word. It's teaching him them about finances and friendships and work and sexual morality and generosity. These are things that have been commissioned to you, for you to do. 
Um, all right, we can go to the next slide. We're going to talk about boundaries. Um, Psalm 16, 5 through 6. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines, the boundary lines have fallen for, for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. You can go to the next slide. So boundaries are good. Boundaries are a good thing. Um, I, I was talking to my kids about this sermon and I'm trying to, you know, explain to them, like, you know, I asked them, hey, what, what rules do we have in our house? Like, what's okay, what's not okay? And they talk about, well, you know, you um, don't lie. Um, you know, don't, don't hit your sibling. Don't, don't complain. I'm like, can you like, can you summarize, like just summarize all that? Can you, and just one word or, and it, it was challenged. They could, they, you know, they're kids, right? Uh, and so I kind of gave them the answer. I'm like, wow, what a, could we summarize it in, in honor? Like honor, honor one another, honor your parents, honor your sibling. Oh yeah, sure, dad. <laughs> so, so I, I, I want my kids, God created them uniquely, okay? This is important. I don't want, when you, when you discipline your kids, and, and it's not about like making them behave, right? It's about changing their hearts, okay? And, and, and if you teach them that, that their, their disobedience and dishonor, it damages relationships, okay? Um, and that, that, that God wants us to honor one another. And Romans 12.10 says, be devoted in love to one another. Honor one another above yourselves. So you can boil down all relationships this way. This honoring. Okay, so, hey, Michaela, you get to be your fun, your loving self, your, your spunky you know, you got a lot of energy. You're different than dad. That's okay. Okay, some, some parents don't like that. They're like, no, you got to be like me. You got to do this. No, like I want them to be themselves within the honor boundaries. Okay, the moment that they go into disrespect, disobedience, oh, oh, oh that's too far. Come on back. Mom, back. Nope. You you you, hit, you just hit you hit a boundary, right? That's what discipline is. It's that boundary. Nope. Not gonna fly. Not in this house. You don't disrespect your mom or dad in this house. Sorry. Got to get you back in the honor boundary. Okay. Um, when I created this slide, I was trying to get disobedience, dishonor, disrespect, and falsehood really close together. And then on the outer, I was trying to get just imagine the other words on the outer. Because this is, like I said, this is, the stakes are high. If, if we don't teach our kids how to honor one another, honor your parents, the Bible says, these are, these are scriptures, we're gonna, we're gonna look at some. It leads to what? Ruin, grief, foolishness, danger, death. Okay, it's like, it's the cliff. If I don't put the, this loving fence, they, my kids are going to fall off a cliff. I don't want that. 
I love them too much for that. You can go on the next slide. Um, so these are just, these are, you know, a bunch of scripture that talks about discipline and how it's good for kids. Um, you know, there's a lot that, there's a lot that's talked about the rod. I didn't bring a rod. Um, <laughs> the rod, the rod, in my opinion, it's emblematic of discipline. Um, it, in my opinion, it does include spanking. Um, that's one form of discipline. And again, if you're going to do that, you got to do it, you know, without, it, not in like this, this anger, right? I do it slow. With, I, it's, a, it's a process at my house, okay? My kids were all spanked. Um, if you do it right, then you don't have to do it very often. Um, yeah, I'll just, Proverbs twenty two fifteen. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. Discipline your children; they will give you peace. They will bring you delight, the delights you desire. Whoever spares the rod hates the child, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Punish them with the rod and save them from death. And Proverbs 3.11, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline. Do, Do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. All right, you can go to the next slide. All right. Going back to the, the arrow and the, and the target analogy, um, I was around, around my, my father-in-law this past weekend. We went camping. Um, it's just really cool to just, it was such a blessing. It's such a blessing that I have a, we have a healthy relationship um, with my Andy's dad and mom. Um, Andy was the middle child. Um, and she was a daddy's girl, and she did a really good job honoring her parents. Um, and we get we get to, to to live into the fruit of that. You know, my my father in law, um, we honor him and 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 grandma by spending time with them. We we they ask that hey, can we just have a family vacation? Yeah, yep, we honor you. We're gonna do that. Um, and he he did all the cooking. Um, he's a really good cook. He blessed us with food. He made my kids um, do all the dishes. So hey, grandparents, you can you can instruct your grandchildren. That's okay. You don't you don't always have to just give them candy. Um, uh, he brought my father-in-law brought his kayak, and he took the kids out kayaking, and they just loved it. Um, he bought them ice cream, huge ice cream, just lots of ice cream. It's great. It's great, yeah. All, you know, some people might look at that and say, oh, you're lucky. No, there's, luck, there's no luck involved here. That's a result, just honoring, Andy, Andy honoring her parents 
And so when we get together, it's a, there's no baggage, right? There's no, I don't owe them anything but to love them. And they don't owe me anything but to love me. Like it's, it's just, you know, and I understand that this isn't the case for, for everybody, that, that you might have an unhealthy relationship with your, your parents and you can't do that. This is not possible. I understand that's a, a reality. Um, but, and it's, it's actually a biblical um, reality. This, this verse in Exodus talks about this generational hatred and curse and consequence of the sins of previous generations. But I want, I want to encourage you with this, that you, you have an opportunity to, to change that. You, just because you had a, a bad father and, or, and mother doesn't mean that you have to do the same for your kids. Um, so we're going we're gonna to close it out with uh, some fun. Um, remember, the kids are like arrows. Um, we, we have a target. Uh, Jeff Wright, come on up. Yeah, we're going to have some fun here. Guys, you, you, you prepare your kids, prepare your kids, love your kids, aim for something. Don't just survive, okay? It's not, it's not all survival. Some of it is, but there's, there's more than that. Thank you for listening today. We hope that this week's message encouraged you. Life Church meets every Sunday at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. here in Chico, California. You can also listen to us online during our 9 a.m. live stream. We would love the opportunity to connect with you, so please visit our website, lifechurchchico.org.